Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. To D.C.'s Dunbar High, lawmakers in Maryland locally are laying out the framework for recreational marijuana sales in that state. A judge hears from two people charged with conspiring to destroy Baltimore's power grid. I'm Megan Cloherty. As if getting towed wasn't bad enough, it could soon cost you more. I'm Neil Orgenstein. Good morning. Welcome in 12 Midnight. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. After weeks of rain and snow and now rain again falling on California, now it's called an atmospheric river really up there in the atmosphere. East of Sacramento, the rain is adding to the heavy snow and destroying some buildings like Marlene Ruth's Stall Museum. This is just stuff. It's stuff. It's not my life. But it would have killed me. California has been in a drought for several years, but the deluge has put dam levels well above what's needed. Officials are now releasing water to prevent more flooding. Correspondent Danya Bacchus in Los Angeles, also from Northern California, the threat of a financial storm, the surprise collapse of a major lender to the high-tech industry, its name showing that link, Silicon Valley Bank. That spooked not only depositors, but financial markets. I'm Stephen Portnoy at the White House. The FDIC stepped in very quickly here. Cecilia Rouse, one of the president's top economic advisors, says amid the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank, the White House has confidence in the nation's banking regulators. Our banking system is far more resilient than it was in 2008. We learned a lot. Rouse credits the reforms Congress passed during the Great Recession. A Texas man files an abortion suit against friends of his ex-wife. It's the first case of its kind since the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. Loyola Law School professor Lori Levinson on what this case could mean. This case is very much a test case of whether the Texas law, which prohibits abortions after six weeks into the pregnancy, can be used in this way to bring actions against anyone. Marcus Silva is suing under Texas's wrongful death statute, alleging his now ex-wife learned she was pregnant in July of 2022, the month after the Supreme Court's ruling, and then conspired with friends to end her pregnancy. Linda Kenyon, CBS News. The first 2024 Republican primaries and caucuses are about a year off, but there are already eyes on Iowa, with Florida Governor Ron DeSantis there selling his new book, Shaking Hands, and raising culture issues. And Donald Trump coming. Also, there are Robert Costa. A newly released poll of Iowans show the favorability numbers for Trump and DeSantis are nearly even. But this all comes as Trump faces mounting legal challenges. The Manhattan District Attorney's Office has invited him to testify before a great and jury investigating a hush money payment to an adult film star during the 2016 campaign, a move that suggests Trump could face indictment. Today, former Trump lawyer Michael Cohen, who has testified that he facilitated the payment, said he doesn't expect Trump to show. It's one thing to turn around and to lie on your untruth social. It's another thing to turn around and lie before a grand jury. This is CBS News. Hi, I'm Martha Stewart, and I have a question for you. You know that unwelcome guest everyone wishes would just leave already? That's COVID-19. That's why I got an updated booster designed to help protect against recent Omicron variants. Got it? Check eligibility and schedule your updated COVID booster at vaccines.gov. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. WTOP at 1203. 
It's Saturday morning. It's the weekend, everybody. We've made it. March 3rd. Actually, it is March 11th in the third month, 2023. I see a spotty shower. Very windy. Low in the 30s. We're at 44 degrees in our nation's capital right now. Welcome in. Hi, Dean Lane. Thanks for taking us along. As we begin the ride this morning, D.C.'s overall of the city's criminal code this week has been officially blocked by Congress. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy formally signing the resolution Friday, striking down the D.C. bill, which many people said was too soft on crime. WTOP Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller with us Saturday morning. Every American deserves to be safe in their streets. House Speaker McCarthy, who argues the criminal code passed by the D.C. Council undermines public safety by lowering criminal penalties for several violent crimes. During the Capitol signing ceremony, D.C. resident Will Dixon spoke about getting robbed last fall by two men who jumped out of an SUV as he and his girlfriend walked home from a restaurant near the Navy Yard. One man took his girlfriend's purse and then a second man came at him. He ran up to me and he put the barrel of his gun on my chest. He gave him his phone and wallet and their friend was robbed at gunpoint before the men fled. He remained shaken by what happened. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. WTOP at 1204, another troubling incident locally at Dunbar High School in Northwest D.C. We learned here at WTOP that a staffer at the school apparently is this morning facing allegations of sexual misconduct toward a student. The school's principal, Nadine Smith, sending a letter to families this week calling the report disturbing. She says the staff member has been placed on leave and that the incident has been reported to D.C. police. This comes after 2016 when Charles Young, a Dunbar High School track coach, then was sentenced to 17 years in prison for sexually abusing seven students over a three-semester period there. The Maryland House voting this week to create a legal framework for recreational marijuana sales in the state. The measure, which regulates the licensing... And taxing of the drug itself was approved 103 to 32 final vote. It now heads over to the state Senate. Maryland voters approved a constitutional amendment back in November to legalize the recreational use of marijuana by this summer on July 1st. Last month, a Maryland woman and a white nationalist leader were charged with planning to attack power stations around Baltimore. Remember that? The pair now this week facing a federal judge Friday. Both 34-year-old Sarah Beth Clendaniel of Catonsville and 27-year-old Brandon Russell of Orlando entered not guilty pleas in separate arraignment hearings. The Baltimore Sun reports that in court, federal prosecutors told Judge Beth Gessner about the pair's plan to shoot out substations in Norrisville, Reisterstown, and Perry Hall, and other areas around Baltimore, because they thought the attacks would, quote, completely destroy the whole city. Charging documents say FBI investigators recorded calls between Clint Daniel and Russell discussing their plan shortly after an attack on two substations in North Carolina that left 40,000 people without power. Both face a maximum sentence of 20 years in prison. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. Bubble 6 Saturday morning, a former D.C. advisory neighborhood commissioner has been sentenced to four years after a deadly drunk driving crash last year. Devon Lucine pleading guilty to involuntary manslaughter last November. He was behind the wheel at the time of the, of the car that struck 20-year-old Catherine Reyes on I-495 near Telegraph Road in March of 2022. Reyes was said to be on the side of the road with a flat tire. Police say her hazard lights were on when Lucine drove down the shoulder and slammed into the back of Reyes' car. The compact SUV caught fire and Reyes died at the scene. WTOP at 12.07. An update on traffic and weather in one minute. Here's a highlight from Colonel Carlos Perez Mendez, an individual mobilization augmentee to the Space Force S-3 and lead to SCCAF Operational Imperative 2 for the Space Force. 
on the discussion Mission Partner Environments from the series Enabling JAD C2, sponsored by GDIT. Space is and was and always will be a collaborative endeavor, and the Space First is capitalizing on the strength. The same PE environment, though, as we talk about framework, is going to be foundational for us to be able to accomplish such. JADC2 is key to delivering information advantage. The success of JADC2 depends on enabling technologies such as Mission Partner Environments, or MPEs. That's why GDIT is envisioning and developing next-generation MPEs. We're leveraging our decades of support for these essential environments to build robust and secure MPEs that make vital data and information seamlessly available to warfighters, enabling them to sense, make sense, and act at the speed of operations. To learn more, visit GDIT.com slash MPE. National Consumer Protection Week it is... We have advice on WTOP coming up this half hour. Stay with it. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Saturday morning, March 11th. Welcome to the weekend. We've made it, everybody. It's 1208. Glad you're with Michael us. and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Our big weather on the 8s. Good morning to Carlos Ramirez with us this early hour in the WTLP Traffic Center. Very good morning to you as well, Dean. The outer loop of the Beltway has just a single lane getting by over on the right-hand side of the roadway headed past the American Legion Bridge. It sounds like in addition to the work zone, there was also an accident scene out there. So do watch out for that response as you head down towards 193. Eastbound side of the Dulles Toll Road, the ramp to the inner loop of the Beltway is closed. If you're headed eastbound on 66 past 28, you should have a single lane getting by there. You should have another work zone headed past 50. If you're on the inner loop of the Beltway, it looks like as you make your way past Route 50, headed towards 66, they might be in the process of setting up a work zone. Looks like the ramp to uh, 66 may be blocked here momentarily. Looking through the camera here to see if the closure has started. Don't see it just yet, but keep a close eye out and about. You may have to find an alternate route if you're trying to access 66 from the inner loop of the Beltway. If you're headed in Maryland, the northbound side of the BW Parkway, that's 295. Thank you to the listener for letting us know about this one. There's an accident scene as you approach the Baltimore Beltway, 695. The Baltimore Beltway, two left lanes are blocked on your approach. Not to worry, just be cautious. You are still able to use the ramp. Looking for a safe used car? Well, Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of good cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, Fitzway used cars best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. We've got a chilly start to our day on our Saturday. A lot of wind out there, too, over the next couple of hours. Winds gusting 30 to 40 miles per hour and wind chills. That'll stay in the 30s just about all day. So make sure you bundle up if you're heading out. Plenty of cloud cover, too. On Sunday, we'll see a wintry mix move back in across the area. Snow west of the Blue Ridge to the east. We're looking at mostly all rain, around, especially around the metro areas. So I'm not expecting too many problems on area roadways, but it will stay chilly. Monday, some a.m. showers, but cool again. Highs in the upper 40s to around 50. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. We're at 40 degrees in Gaithersburg, 45 in Arlington, 42 Lanham, 40 degrees, actually 44 degrees in our nation's capital. This check brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence, decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimates. Traffic in the D.C. region is constantly changing. If you spot a major incident that we're not already reporting, call the WTOP Traffic Center at 866-304-WTOP. That's 866-304-WTOP. WTOP at 1210. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour on WTOP. The Dow lost 345 points Friday. The S&P 500 index fell 1.5%. Two bank failures. Silicon Valley Bank was seized by the FDIC. Crypto-focused bank Silvergate liquidated. 
The economy gained 311,000 jobs in February, more than expected, but the unemployment rate rose to 3.6%. Sports betting apps in Maryland handled $325 million in wagers in February, 15.8 million of that in free promotional play. Jeff Claywell, WTOP News. All right, thanks, Jeff, as always. It is 1212 on WTOP. Good morning. This is WTOP News. coming to the end of National Consumer Protection Week. A time to remember you need to be a smart consumer all year long, actually. This morning, consumer man Herb Weisbaum, a contributing editor at Checkbook.org, has three ways for you to do that. It takes some extra effort to be a good consumer, but it's nothing compared to the time and effort it will take you to deal with the problems that can result from making poor choices. So, tip number one, comparison shop. It can save you a bundle and a lot of headaches. That's especially important when hiring a plumber, electrician, carpenter, or any other service provider. Some people assume that a company that charges a lot will do the best work. But Checkbook's research consistently finds there's no relationship between price and quality. That you don't have to pay more to get better quality work. Kevin Brassler is Checkbook's executive editor. Really good companies that get really high ratings are just as likely to have low prices as companies that do lousy work. There's no relationship, and so you do have to shop around to make sure you're getting a good price and that you're getting good quality. Tip number two, pay with a credit card whenever possible. A credit card is one of the best ways to protect yourself against fraud and bad service. When you use a credit card to pay for something, whether it's a product or service, you're protected by the Fair Credit Billing Act. If that merchandise isn't what you were promised or doesn't arrive, or if the contractor or auto mechanic does shoddy work, you can protest the charge with your credit card company, and it will investigate. If the credit card company decides in your favor, you'll get the money back. We find that credit card companies overwhelmingly side on behalf of consumers in these disputes. You're not going to eliminate the entire headache of having to deal with the problem, but at least you have this recourse of getting your money back. Which brings us to tip number three. Be extremely careful if you use peer-to-peer payment apps such as Zelle, Venmo, or Cash App. These apps were designed for sending money between friends, such as when you want to split the cost of dinner. As Kimberly Palmer, a personal finance expert at NerdWallet, cautions, peer-to-peer payment apps are not a safe way to shop online or to send money to someone you don't know. You are left unprotected because you could send money and then you might not get the product or service that you think you've purchased and you don't have much recourse. And so it's really a dangerous tool to use when you are using it to pay a stranger. Peer-to-peer payment apps are convenient and easy to use, but because the money is transferred instantly and the transactions are almost impossible to reverse, they're now widely popular with fraudsters and con artists. Remember, peer-to-peer apps do not provide the robust fraud protection you get when paying with a credit card. That is Consumer Man Herb Weisbaum, a contributing editor at Checkbook.org on WTOP. Read more at our website at ClickAway. Search Consumer. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. In Washington, breaking news happens every day. This just in from Arlington. So can you really afford to miss even a single day of WTOP? We're hearing about an incident in Bethesda. Everything you need, every time you listen. WTOP News. WTOP at 12.15. Good Saturday morning, March 11th. Welcome in. Glad you're with us. I'm Dean Lane. This is WTOP News. 
Entertainment checking stuff for you to watch this weekend. If you didn't know this, the 95th Annual Academy Awards are this weekend, Sunday night to be specific, with Jimmy Kimmel as the host this year. If the other award shows have been any indicators like they usually are, the movie Everything Everywhere All at Once might just be the night's big, big winner. It has 11 nominations in all, with one said to be... In one nomination in each category, Washington Post film critic Ann Hornaday joined Sean and Ann earlier on Skype with her predictions for the weekend. Honestly, I do think it's a slam dunk. I mean, it has just gained so much momentum in this awards season. It kind of reminds me of Parasite a few years ago that just seemed to be gaining goodwill. The more that it was out, everybody was meeting and greeting and at all these awards season parties and things the cast the directors you know people like them and they're rooting for the movie so yeah i do think it's a slam dunk so and best actor best actress category it's especially tight between Kate blanchett for tar michelle yo for everything everywhere all at once and then of course we have best actor lots of buzz around brendan frazier and colin farrell how do you think that's going to play out Indeed, Anne. And if you had asked me this maybe three or four months ago, I would have thought this is Kate Blanchett. She's going to get it just walking away. But again, the Michelle Yeoh momentum is real. And I think it's tied up with the movie, the enthusiasm for the movie, and also just deep respect for her and for her career. I mean, she's just had such an extraordinary run, mostly in martial arts films, which are, of course, alluded to in Everything Everywhere and kind of they pay homage to it. But I just think she's beloved in the industry, and it would be an opportunity for people to pay respect to her. And on the actor side, we mentioned uh, Brendan Fraser and Colin Farrell, and then we also have Austin Butler for Elvis. What do you like there? You know, it's true, Sean. And again, I think we were all talking so much about the Brendan Fraser comeback with The Whale, and it is an extraordinary performance. But I wouldn't be shocked if Austin Butler took it. Again, there's so much respect for what he did with that movie, Elvis. I mean, it was a kind of all-over-the-place movie. I I had deep problems with the actual movie itself, the way that it was cut and the way that it was sort of structured, but his performance, you just cannot take a thing away from it. It was really good. But again, there's also great love for Colin Farrell, and he's had an amazing year with the Batman movie and a little movie called After Yang. I mean, just slow and steady, man. That guy has done such interesting work, and It wouldn't be surprising to me if the industry recognized all of those things through this one award. So this is the one that I think I have the biggest question mark on. I really have no idea who's going to win it. Washington Post film critic Anne Hornaday with Academy Award weekend predictions on WTOP. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. People are surprised when they actually visit one of cabinet discounters' seven showrooms. They expect kitchen and bath displays, but didn't know we manufacture quartz and granite countertops and offer accessories, tile backsplashes, and flooring. At cabinetdiscounters.com, you'll see libraries, entertainment centers, wet bars, fireplace surrounds, hutches, and offices we've created. Call now for free consultation with an experienced designer. Check it out at cabinetdiscounters.com. Cabinet Discounters, great quality. It's Saturday morning, March 11th, 1218 on WTOP. Over to Carlos Ramirez in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thanks so much, Dean. If you're headed on the outer loop of the Beltway, unfortunately, very slow still, despite the crashing getting gone. The work zone is definitely still out there, still blocking three lanes on the left-hand side of the roadway. This is after the American Legion Bridge. In fact, the delays begin just before you get onto the American Legion Bridge there near MacArthur Boulevard and the Clara Barton Parkway ramps. That's where you're slowest. And then once you get down by the Georgetown Pike, that's where all your lanes start to open up once again. The eastbound ramp 
from the Dulles Toll Road onto the inner loop of the Beltway is closed. You cannot access the inner loop tonight with the Dulles Toll Road. Keep that in mind as you head out the door if you're headed eastbound on 66. The work zone is out there after 28 as you make your way just past uh, 28 on your approach towards the Fairfax County Parkway. You should have that single right lane getting by as you continue past 50. On the westbound side, looks like it is a very similar story there. Headed past the Fairfax County Park, or correction, headed past uh, Route 7 on your approach towards the Beltway. That's where you have a single lane getting by over on the right-hand side of the roadway. And it does look to be the case that the ramp from the inner loop of the Beltway, northbound 495 onto 66, uh, westbound on the express lanes is closed. In other words, northbound 495 cannot head westbound in the express lanes on 66. Looks like you are still able to get onto westbound 66. You just can't use those uh, HOV lanes. Carlos Ramirez, WTOB Traffic. A chilly day on your Saturday, and really the next couple of days will be the coldest stretch as far as average goes so far this year. High temperatures only in the upper 40s to around 50. Wind chills in the 20s and 30s on your Saturday. Sunday, highs in the mid to upper 40s with a chance of rain and snow moving in. And Monday, going for high in the upper 40s to around 50 again. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. Bit chilly this midnight hour, Saturday morning, March 11th. The weekend's here, everybody. We're at 45 degrees at the wharf in D.C. this morning as well in Oxon Hill, 43 in Sterling. Having dropped a degree, we're down to 43 in our nation's capital. This check in the midnight hour and WTOP brought to you this morning by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and labor. Check them out, newlookhomedesign.com. In the minutes ahead, this midnight hour for you right here on WTOP. As if getting towed wasn't bad enough, it could soon cost you more. I'm Neil Orgenstein. Getting safety information out following five deadly fires in Montgomery County. This is Kyle Cooper. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. Here's Nasima Shafi, the chief executive officer of Whitman Walker Health on WTOP's Get on Top of Your Health series. Sponsored by Whitman Walker Health. Not only will you see the same medical provider, because we're a one-stop shop, you're also able to see the same dentist. Our nutritionist who's here, we have acupuncture. You'll see the whole care team. You're also going to see the same folks at the front desk, the same medical assistants. Watch the entire discussion on WTOP.com. Search Top Health. For 50 years, Whitman Walker has been rooted in community as a welcoming and safe space. We provide health care services to anyone, whether on Medicaid or fully insured and we're proud to be a place where lgbtq communities and those living with hiv feel supported and respected at whitman walker health we're experts in hiv prevention like prep but we're also a lot more including dental services mental health care same day visits and accessible pharmacies for everyone we see the patient but we see the person first whitman walker we see you it's Saturday, March 11th. Welcome to the weekend, everybody. We've made it 1222 on WTOP. Glad you're with us. This is WTOP News. Here at home, fire broke out at one of the government buildings next to the White House Friday, happening at the Eisenhower Executive Office Building, we're told, around 8 Friday morning. D.C. Fire says a defective cooling motor in the basement was the cause of the fire. Luckily, there were no injuries. The Eisenhower Executive Office Building houses a wide array of White House workers. It was built between 1871 and 1888. Big Fire Safety Campaign will be happening all weekend locally in Montgomery County. It follows five deadly fires in the county over the past three weeks. The fire department will focus on high-rise and other buildings in the county that don't have sprinkler systems, visiting all 76 of them. Montgomery County Fire and Rescue Spokesman Pete Perringer says they will be passing on critical safety tips. No two ways out in the event that one 
path of passages blocked, you now you can retreat to another. And reminding people to shut doors, which can keep fire from spreading. Firefighters will also be reminding people to check the batteries on their smoke detectors. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. Nobody likes getting their car towed, but if you get towed in Virginia, listen up, you'll probably hate it even more these days. Towing companies will soon be able to charge a $20 fuel surcharge for each tow while public or private property in Virginia. That's on top of the $150 maximum for the tow itself. The bill initially called for a $30 surcharge, but the $20 compromise made it through both chambers in Richmond. Critics want the state to develop a consumer protection provision that would let individuals sue a towing company rather than rely on the attorney general to do it. The surcharge, which would last until July 1st of 2024, still needs the governor's signature. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Oregon is taking a major step in its pioneering of legalizing magic mushroom therapy. The first group of students trained in how to accompany patients tripped on tripping on the psychedelic have graduated. In order to get their certif- uh, certificate, they have to pass a final exam here, and then they say they can take a test for their facilitator license administered by the Oregon Health Authority. The state's experiment with therapeutic Drugs in situations like this suffered a setback, though. Another training program was declared bankrupt just this week before its more than 200 students could actually graduate. Quick look at the top stories we are following on WTOP. The House Speaker formally signing the resolution this week Friday, passing through Congress, blocking D.C.'s new criminal code from taking effect. One of former President Donald J. Trump's former lawyers, Michael Cohen, we're talking about, will testify before a Manhattan grand jury next week. The case involves hush money payments that Mr. Trump made to porn star Stormy Daniels during the 2016 presidential campaign. Maryland taking its fight for the new FBI headquarters to the White House. Keep it here on WTOP for more on these developing stories. You're listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Good Saturday morning, March 11th. It's 1225. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. We check in now once again with Mr. Frank Hanrahan this morning. Well, Maryland Terps are going to be an at-large recipient when it comes to the NCAA tournament. Not going to win the Big Ten because they were bounced out in the quarterfinals by Indiana on Friday night. Virginia, though, advances to the ACC finals to meet Duke as UVA waltzes over Clemson. Howard and uh, the Bison taking care of business in the MEAC uh, semifinals, beating Maryland Eastern Shore 74-55. So Howard's one win away from making the NCAA tournament for the first time since 1992. Howard women also advancing to the MEAC finals. NBA Wizards fall to Atlanta 114-107. Bradley Beal had 27 points in the loss. Wiz now five games under 500. They visit the Sixers on Sunday. Bears reportedly trading the number one overall pick in the upcoming NFL draft to the Carolina Panthers in exchange for four draft picks and wide receiver DJ Moore. Nationals set to sign catcher Cabe Ruiz to an eight-year, $50 million contract extension. A Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. Coming right up on WTOP in the next half hour. Members of Congress say they've just helped make D.C. safer from violent crime. On Capitol Hill, I'm Mitchell Miller. This message is for Karina. Our mom will finish her high school diploma at age 28.